Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hi, Changemaker. It's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. I'm really excited as we enter the month of November. November is notorious for different kinds of fundraisers. We have our crowdfunding campaigns. We have our regular giving. It's when people really feel the essence of gratitude, right? So we have a lot going on. And a lot of nonprofits, then they have, you know, um, when they uh, have actually, they're feeding the homeless on Thanksgiving or they're providing different things. And a lot of people now, they actually want to volunteer on those days. It's their day of the year to kind of give back and to go out there and to help nonprofits. So it's really important to be strategic with this kind of, you know, just there's a whole aura of, of thank, thankfulness and gratitude throughout the month. So it's really wonderful. And it's, of course, when the lights start going up. I love it when the Christmas lights are up and it just makes everything so much more pretty and it just feels sparkly and glittery and it gives you that warm yummy feeling inside so I know um here on Guam it's really nice too even though we have beautiful weather year-round there's just something that makes it a little more cozy when you have the Christmas lights up but I remember growing up I grew up in uh, the upper peninsula of Michigan near Lake Superior and it is cold up there right it is very cold even during halloween i remember some years we'd go trick-or-treating in the snow (laughs) so yeah so by the time thanksgiving rolls around in november like you want to see those sparkly lights and everything's so white because of the snow right so they the lights just reflect off the snow and it just casts this magical spell so it's really amazing And I remember I always didn't like when they would take the lights down then, right, after um, New Year's. And now they tend to leave them up a little bit longer, I hope, (laughs) right? But it used to be like, all right, the day after New Year's, and then bam, they're all coming down. And then it would still be cold and, you know, dark for another few months, right? So it just didn't look the same without that magical glow of lights. But anyways, um, yeah, so we are entering into that season. So very, very exciting. And as I record this, um, actually, I will be, actually, I'm recording this before so we can get everything prepared because at this point in time, I'm about to travel to D.C. So I will be in D.C. presenting at the Grant Writing Professionals annual conference. So really exciting to be presenting there and connecting with other grant writers. So if you are there and you happen to see me, please come say hi. Um, I would love to meet you in person. All right, guys. So before we get into today's episode, this is really exciting. Who I'm interviewing today is this wonderful woman from the island of Guam. So you guys are all going to be able to hear some of her expertise. She's been building a company for the last few years, and it's really taken off, and it's very relevant to today's episode. So before I get into announcing Beauty, don't you love her name? Oh, love it, Beauty. I'm going to go ahead and let Michelle R24 Guam I'm just going to say a big thank you because she left a review on Apple iTunes and she said, um, the best podcast on getting grants for your nonprofit. Holly is a powerhouse in the world of helping secure grants. She has so much experience and expertise. You're in good hands with Holly. 
Thank you again, Michelle R24 Guam. And I think I know who you are. <laughs> I love these names on iTunes. Like sometimes like it's just the name of the person and sometimes it's like their handle, right? And sometimes like, I think I know who that is. So it's really, really fun. But anyways, thank you so much. I really, really um, appreciate you leaving a review and your wonderful words. All right, guys. So as we move through this today, let's talk about beauty. Beauty Camacho is a founder of the events agency Fund Forte with a focus on fundraising, special events, and custom parties. Ms. Camacho has received numerous awards and recognition for her products, services, volunteerism, and support for many causes such as the success and well-being of others, education, arts, and environment. With the most recent being the Small Business Association's 2018 home-based business champion for the island of Guam. Plans for the future of Fund Forte include giving back to the community through free publications in digital and print and creating a program to bring birthday parties to the less fortunate. The company will soon be providing more digital products, online courses, and one-on-one -on -one coaching on fundraising, parties, and special events that will assist other event planners, fundraiser coordinators, and party promoters or entertainers to become the best versions of themselves. And of course, you can find beauty at Beauty in Brains. And it's not the T, it's B-E-A-U-D-Y. Um, so yeah, so really, really cool. She also has her Fun Forte team. You can check her out at www.fundforte.com, Fun Forte. And we'll be giving that link again in the show notes. So be sure to get that because she has some free downloadables for you guys on fundraisers. So if you're like, Holly, I love writing grants. This is great, but we need to bring in other streams of income. We need some side hustle. Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> right? You need to diversify your fiscal health. Um, she gives... The clearest and simplest way, she's going to go over her different steps of how to do different kinds of fundraisers and what they actually mean. She's going to break it down really in a simple, awesome way and give you free downloadables to be able to check off as you're going through your fundraising planning. She is amazing. I'm super excited to um, bring her to this platform and she's going to be sharing all about fundraising. So without further ado, here is Beauty Camacho. Hey Changemakers, it's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding, and I'm here to help you grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission. And today, to help you advance your mission, and especially around this season of giving and fundraisers and all that crazy stuff, you may need assistance. You may need a specialist or some tips to come in with those fundraisers that you're going to be putting on and you really want it to go well, and you might be a little overwhelmed. So I have a specialist here with me today, and that is Miss Beauty Camacho, and she is a founder of Fund Forte, and it is an amazing company that helps nonprofits, that helps even for-profits, but develop different types of fundraisers. They help create everything for you, and they also have a plethora of online downloadables to help you actually be able to get that fundraiser going right away. It gives you all the information, the step-by-step -step systems that you need to have an amazing and successful fundraiser. So yes, you're welcome. <laughs> Anyways, you with me today. Thank you so much, Beauty, for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Holly. We're going to have so much fun. I know. <laughs> And we've known each other for quite a long time, so this is great. Mm -hmm. Actually, Beauty's here on the island of Guam as well, but it just works out better for us to be online like this to record. But yeah, yeah. so 
you've been doing a lot of work. I've been seeing your name pop up all around here on Guam doing different events. And But we're going to go behind the scenes a little bit today. So I'm really excited about that. And as you listeners and viewers, so if you're listening on the podcast, we're also over on YouTube at Grant Writing and Funding. So check us out. So you can see Beauty's beautiful face. I love your name. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways, um, yeah, so we're going to talk about what, how you can help people with these fundraisers. But before we go into that, can you just give us a little bit of background, like why you opened this company and kind of like more about it, right? Sure. Well, I have been involved in events ever since I was little. I'm the oldest grandchild, and the so that makes me the oldest kid and the youngest adult, right? <laughs> and um, I've always been very much so voluntold to do a lot of things in the family. But it's so exciting because it it conditioned me to really enjoy it and to see how how much relief it gives to people to help them, mm-hmm. and. I just loved it from the beginning, but I really started to fall in love with events and fundraisers when I was in the eighth grade. And I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, that's that's a bit young, but okay, if that's what if that's what interests you. So yeah, I just really enjoyed the entire process of getting things done and not having to make my advisors or my teachers worry about anything. And to see that relief on their face was like, oh, we can rely on you, you know? So that was one of the big things where I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to provide that type of relief to people. And um, from then on, I continued to volunteer and do fundraiser coordination as well as student leadership from high school and out. And I was like, you know what, if I'm so good at it at the moment, I need to start charging. (laughs) So Yep, I just started to turn my passion into those paychecks and it has been so fun. So today I'm really just going to go back and of course help others to put that fun back in fundraising because like a lot of people know and realize is that right when they hear that word it's just cringy and it's just such a have to have element for so many clubs and groups and organization teams especially even personal endeavors or uh, families who are striving to support loved ones with medical bill relief, you know? Mm -hmm. So we provide uh, many different kinds of fundraisers, categories and types and different programs from events to like traditional stuff to wacky stuff. So we're, we're definitely here to help people reach their fundraising goals. Mm -hmm. And um, we do so by creating those customized programs and events that will have like all their participants highly engaged in raising those funds or supporting in one way or another. And um, we do have a bit of a client onboarding process for this because it does take a lot of time in order for those events to be executed. And um, I have a freebie for your guests today. It's about an eight page document and it's gonna kind of guide them on what they can do with the assistance of Funforte if they wanna download some of our kits, our our printable kits or any of the other content or if they'd like to hire us uh, locally. But it's pretty much a four step process. Um, And then when they do get to look at page three, they'll be able to see the different maps that they can follow so of course when you think fundraising the additional the initial idea is like oh gosh we need to fundraise for whatever you know specific project or anything that they need to do to make those um those projects work Mm -hmm. so with our method they can either of course fundraise themselves Mm -hmm. download our resource packets 
purchase the fundraiser plans and implement the plans themselves, or they can go the Fun Forte route and contact us, download the resource packets again, use our checklists and our questionnaires, and then that's when we set up an initial meeting with them so that we can get to know them, get to know their resources, who their who their key players are, because without those, we're not going to be able to get anywhere. From there, we're going to be able to decide on the top three fundraisers, and then they they will get to pick which ones that they'd like to start on, mm -hmm. and then they'll receive their fundraiser plans from us, so it's customized for them. We'll be able to see what works or what they want to get started on first. Then they can either implement the entire fundraiser process by themselves, mm -hmm. or they can continue to hire us to implement that for them. We would follow the plans according to their timelines, and then we continue to follow up with them with some impl implementation meetings that are definitely necessary so that we can give each other any updates. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, all of the different experiences differ because not not all the organizations are the same. They don't have the exact manpower as everybody else. But once people see that your organization is doing something different and they're like, wow, guys, this is out of this is out of character. What's going on? They're going to they're going to start to be like, OK, you know, there's there's a there's a bit of a leadership change and this is going to continue to engage them to support their nonprofits or their clubs or their organizations. and when we provide the guidance and the strategy and the tips on how to make these fundraisers as efficient as possible, that's how they're going to go ahead and achieve that fundraiser success. So it's a very exciting process. It is a bit long, but it's definitely worth the investment of time and if, um, of funds as well. And okay. today I'll also be sharing like the different categories and types mm -hmm. of fundraisers that we've classified as, mm -hmm. as a fund forte. Um, so these are just things that we've generated because of research over the years. And um, if you'd like, I can go ahead and read through the different category listings for fundraisers. Mm -hmm. Is that something that we have time for? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, awesome. uh, just, a, just a quick question or a quick, sure. I wanted to point something out that you said, sure. which I really liked was you turned your passion into paycheck. <laughs> oh yeah i love that i love that Def i was like that's so cool i had to like write it down definitely like, yeah i think that's super important like for people to consider and and if you're listening out there i want you to think about because we have a lot of listeners or viewers that also you know they're looking at developing their own grant writing freelance company right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and a lot of you guys out there or nonprofit consultancy freelance you know to freelance business so a lot of you out there, and this is just something I want to share and before you talk about the categories, because then it's something you can keep in your mind, maybe, sure. right? They can keep in their mind as far as this. But as a grant writer freelancer, um, so like myself, I have my business. And what I have seen is that grant writing, and that's why I'm grant writing and funding, right? Not just yeah. grant writing, because there's so much more around that. And sometimes I'm like, you know what, your organization is better, you know, instead of going after grants, or maybe part of that, right, you go after some grants, but grants can take a long time to actually yep. get, and, you know, can take a while, there needs to be some other kind of fundraising happening or funding kind of capacity going on at the same time. So it's more comprehensive, you know, like not all your eggs in one basket kind of a thing. Right? Yes. So I think this is important for, for the viewers, maybe or listeners to, to think about too, if you're looking at going into a freelance company, that this might be something like what beauty is doing, you may be asked to do at some point for, from some of your clients. 
and that is to also do a fundraiser. So just to tuck that in, really get the value of what beauty sharing because this is it's amazing to get a specialist on board and for you to point out to us here's like a fast track you know somebody that you can bring your years of experience since eighth grade yeah. like that's crazy yeah. <laughs> into mm -hmm. it so then that helps us be like okay that's only going to take a few minutes because doing a fundraiser and writing a grant are different animals completely oh yeah so and i've had to learn a lot just by doing them so I'm really, I'm going to be learning a lot today in this, in this uh, podcast and YouTube video as well, because yeah, it's really interesting for me to, or stuff I'll be like, oh yeah, I learned that the hard way. You know what I mean? Instead of saying <laughs> yeah. <it> now. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I want to, that's yeah. what I want to avoid for uh, so many people is just like, and that's why I named our blog and our um, podcast and our YouTube channel, the fast track, because it's like. I needed this when I was in high school. Yeah. It would have it would have saved me so much time. I would have gotten way better grades. <laughs> so it's like, okay, this is this is what people need, and this is what their advice. Like especially if they are like a teacher and they um, are a coach or an advisor for some type of club, they can give these documents to the kids and say, hey, you know what? This is your student body assignment. Learn this stuff. Let's get these things going because all of you guys are capable of doing it. We have a template. We have a roadmap now that we can all follow. And we just had to had to pay a little bit of money for it. And that's okay. So, yeah. you know, we have we do have to invest a, some 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 funds into the things that we're interested in. But of course, uh, as these items were developed, I invested a lot of my time. So it's oh, like, yeah, it's okay, I got it. Yeah. And I, mm -hmm. I have to definitely share this with everybody because I do not want people to feel like they are just stuck and mm -hmm. helpless and that there is a way out and a faster way out too. So yeah. first way that we, uh, have categorized the fundraisers is we made categories for them and the first one is a service so a service is a service fundraiser is best defined as the fundraiser host offering help labor manpower assistance advice or guidance in exchange for a payment towards the host's common fund so again there's different types the next one would be can you just, sorry, um, before we get into the next sure. one, can you just give some examples yeah. of what that service fundraiser would be? Yeah, sure. So um, with, this was inspired by how kids just have so much time on their hands. So mm -hmm. they can go ahead and go out and do some lawn mowing or some cleaning or um, scanning some documents. Honestly, that was one of the funniest fundraisers that I've ever put together was when people brought their photo albums over and we mm -hmm. scanned it for like, 10 cents a, a picture or um paperwork mm -hmm. and we've made so much money from that so it's very fun simple things that oh that's so valuable yeah, yeah and then a lot of the community like, need what if i lose it you know yes yeah yes things, right so. yes so and it a service-based um a service-based uh fundraiser is something that could also make the children especially if it's like a teenage level um demographic that we're working with it could encourage them to learn all these different things and now here on guam the kids are required to do their service learning so that is just 
that's just so mind blowing for me because I was like, oh my gosh, I had to do all of that from the heart. What are you guys doing? <laughs> you know, so I'm just like, all right, we gotta get, we gotta get it started. And then, so that's that's a sample of a service based fundraiser. Is anything that could and needs to be done for continued efficiency, like around the house, around the workplace, around school. Um, so again, yeah, just like cleaning and lawn mowing and that's just something like it's like a car wash too but a Mm -hmm. car wash is the combination of the service and the next one so the next one is an event an event fundraiser is a planned social occasion in support of a host common fund and could hold many different event elements and categories of fundraisers within it it is a collection of planned occurrences and activities for patrons to experience and enjoy and i like to i like to make that the last statement of the event definition because without the experience and enjoyment it's like what are we doing this event for (laughs) yeah that's good yeah and that's one of the most popular ones as well as events because people like to get together and share those experiences so yeah i think those are the ones i've been very involved in those types so gala and i love all the stuff that you've done yes yes, all your galas yeah yeah they're fun yeah but yeah events yeah and events are um it's it's interesting because now people are having i feel like a lot more events online like online parties yes yes you know and that's really interesting to me because in-person events, you know, even like, so our golf tournaments, right? We have our golf Mm -hmm. fundraisers and uh, for the Guam Women's Chamber and even for St. John, we have to think about the weather, you know, that's Mm -hmm. huge, right? Mm -hmm. So, and it's just like, if people are showing up and then you have to, so I know it's really popular right now, um, even like you said, with car washes, right? And of course, with any of these events is you pre-sell the tickets, you pre-sell because, and then you're like rain or shine, like whatever, right? Because you can't control that. And, but you're still, you're putting the cost up front for all of those things that you Mm -hmm. may not get back. Right. So it is a part of that, like knowing how to prepare for that and then really weighing it too, to be like, is this better to do an online launch or is it better, you know, like, so how to really think about those kinds of events and what it's going to be. But even like you said, like to have fun for everybody, because like there's a million on Guam, right? So we're looking at here and um, I know in, in anyone's community, you kind of have similar events. So here we have a lot of golf tournaments and we have a lot of 5Ks, like we have 5Ks like mm-hmm. every weekend going on yeah. for different fundraisers. So then it's like, I know when I was thinking about it, I was like, well, what's going to make ours special, right? So it was like, we do themed golf tournaments. Like we did a 70s one, like everyone dresses up like the 70s and had fun. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, and then even for like 5Ks and stuff, you see the ones that are more popular, like the color runs or the bubble runs or, you know, stuff that has like some kind of theme. So some kind of unique user experience, right? So um, can you kind of talk about that a little bit? Like what, you know, for events, like maybe some of the, the pros and the cons and and how to overcome some of those challenges? Sure. Um, It really depends on the demographic that we're selling to or that we're trying to, like, of course, a lot of people sometimes don't even need to raise money, but they want to raise their social connection and their team, their team building. So that is another way to do it is to just make things fun and exciting for the people that are continuing to support you. Because once things get dull, Yes, we are. We are natures of ha- are creatures of habit, but it's not. 
it's not going to be like that because we're always hungry for the next big thing or we want that Instagram post to look <laughs> spectacular, you know, and be a part of it. And our the people who support us want to do that. They want to share their experiences. So the more that we can stand out, mm-hmm. the better. Right. And that's why that's why we that's why I named my our my company Fun Forte because people already knew that if beauty's in charge of that, mm-hmm. it's going to be different. It's going to be crazy. It might be ridiculous, but it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I've been known for was to um, have those fundraisers, those fun fundraisers as mm-hmm. my forte, and um, it is really important to make it uh, fun and exciting so that you get great feedback. And that's what you want. You want to continue to have a legacy for your organization because once once one person hears about it, they're going to tell three people and those people, three people are going to want to join in next time. Mm-hmm. So that's how we're going to continue to keep that retention, right? So yeah, I'm all about making sure that, of course, one, every type of fundraiser or event is safe. And then two, that it's fun. And then three, of course, profitable. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta have that there. Yes, definitely. Uh, So the next category would be raffles or sweepstakes. And a raffle is a means of raising money by selling tickets, each marked with a sequence of numbers, letters, or codes. Where one or more tickets are drawn at random, the holders who match their copies of the tickets randomly drawn win a prize. And then a sweepstakes offers a similar concept where a supporter provides personal information to be filled in on an official form and enters it into a receptacle which collects all the other entries. From there, most often entrants must be present to win on the date of the sweepstakes drawing or claim their prize before a certain date unless the prize will be given to the next eligible winner in line. Mm -hmm. And again, all of this information that I'm reading will be in the freebie. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one, the next category is games, contests, and competitions. And this is one of my favorite ones because um, I do have a little bit of grant writing experience. That's only like nine hours, girl. So, um, <laughs> but I do have a lot of experience on being a part of the competitions and winning them. Mm-hmm. And it's to raise spirit, morale, and funds at the same time. Games, contests, and competitions offer the host team the ability to strive to reach their team building goals and fundraising goals towards the common fund. Contributors offer their monetary and social support to advance themselves or host team in the fundraiser until the time due and a winner is announced. Mm-hmm. There's trophies, medals, fundings, and other prizes are usually offered as incentives for participating in these types of fundraisers. The next category would be grams and giveaways. Um, A gram is an item or collection of common items specially packaged with a personal message to the recipient. And then giveaways are more of small gifts for a general audience and not specifically one recipient. Both items are pre-ordered, paid for, assembled, and distributed on a schedule. So this is something that's really fun, especially for like holidays. Um, right. Those are the yes. cookie grams, stuff like that. Cookie like, grams. Yeah, yeah, my daughter has that at her school where, you know, they do those kind of things. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. But even yes, like um, sending, like that's something unique. I think it used to happen a little bit more. So that's something kind of fun and unique is to do like the singing grams. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah. So I mean, it's just different, right? So instead of just sending flowers or whatever, maybe you sing 
you know, an acapella group or something. To yes, and that's very popular around the Valentine's and Mother's mm-hmm. Day um, holidays. And our company, our our entertainment division provides that as well. Oh, so we cool. hire out some of the vendors and we ask them to go make some deliveries. So yeah, that I love it. I personally love it, especially when they want to like be dressed up a certain way or saying that, hey, this is the theme or this is the character our celebrant wants and it's exciting so that's what I'm saying it's like once you know who your target demographic is or who your customers are you'll be able to really nitpick at your planning and say like okay this is what they they're going to enjoy and what I love to do is to surprise them about it because if they're expecting like just a regular old singing gram but then they come in and all these characters and costumes confetti and everything else flying around and they're like well we didn't expect that you guys are always just going above and beyond so that's that's what I like to do Mm -hmm. and then the next yeah to provide that extra value something memorable because everyone's gonna have their phone and their camera out at that time and they're gonna be like oh my gosh I can't believe I captured that moment and then people are gonna be like oh wow where'd you where'd you guys get this Mm -hmm. and then when they say that it was a fundraiser from so-and-so they're going to be like, oh, this isn't something that you, you know, is a business. And that's what I love about my company is that mm-hmm. I, I have such a very entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. But with with I can, I'm not going to be able to open up all those business licenses. Mm-hmm. So with fundraisers, I'm able to be so creative with that and just experiment with all these different business ideas that I have up in there. And that's what I want other people to realize as well is that, you know, you can you can leverage all your creativity by being a fundraiser coordinator because that's where everything goes. All your creativity is going to go out to your client. Right, it's so diverse. And yeah. yeah, very diverse. And I'm, I, with, with my company, I'm able to not just be an event planner or a fundraiser coordinator. I'm able to go out and do kids parties and make all of these other different programs work for our fundraisers. So it changes up the schedule. And again, like I said, we are, we are creatures of habit, but not me, <laughs> not all the time. The next category would be products. And of course, that's that's a given. This type of fundraiser is descriptive as the selling of products made by the hosts, items available in stores, or a variation of um, exclusive items and availabilities to only the supporters of a host's common fund. These can be pre-ordered or readily available items and also like at a point of sale presentations. They could have they could have assembled it all together already and then they sell it like as a vendor. But it's starting to become a trend where this type of fundraiser is online with crowdfunding. So people want to, you know, support it before it's even made and they want to see the prototypes. So that's another fun thing to do as well. The next category is one of the most challenging that people don't really like to pick. Mm-hmm. It's the sponsorships and donations because nobody really likes to ask for That's money. That's what I'm always doing. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so they, 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 definitely give, <laughs> they definitely give it to the ones who have the experience, right? So this fundraiser category is the act of soliciting or requesting companies, individuals, and other organizations to sponsor or donate funds or in-kind items or services to make the host organizations objective project or goal attainable and successful i i personally love doing it because people when they when they see the clients i have projects they're like wow this is so exciting i definitely want to be a part of that and if it's a no it's a no it's okay we'll move on to the next person who might be more equipped or um in a better position at that time Mm -hmm. and i like to say that mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Are think, you when? Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. <laughs> no, I was I was just gonna say, especially when it comes to sponsorships and donations, I really like to highlight and make it a point to ask them, are you in a position at this time to do so and so? Because people people you know their their lifestyle varies um all right and then uh the next one the next category would be online and web-based so websites serve as different platforms for garnering social support have connected to fundraising websites and various fund collection websites online this attracts a large amount of supporters from all over the world which is where the term crowdfunding comes from funders contribute by selecting a support level that they can accommodate and then this in turn provides them some perks towards the success of the overall campaign to benefit the host's common fund. Other web-based collection websites offer a variety of other services as well, but charge some fees for the collecting and processing of donations. Mm-hmm. Then we have two more categories to go through. The next one would be loyalty programs. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where your supporters are most likely consumers of everyday products and services from businesses in your local community and online communities. There are also high chances that they repeat customers of the same businesses surrounding them. Loyalty programs offer this group of your supporters discounts, coupons, and deals for items and services they continue to purchase every day. So this is something that people kind of disregard when I when I pitch it to them. They're like, oh, nobody's going to really do that. But when they start using it themselves, they're like, wow, this is actually working and we're getting money back from this. And I'm like, yes, you guys, you guys are. And it kind of gets into the routine of their daily life. And they get to see that it's working for both parties. So what would be like an example of that? We do have a lot of like, uh, this one is our new item for one of our customers, the Simon Sanchez High School Social Committee. And mm-hmm. I think I shared it in your group. So it's a punch pamphlet. And what they do is there's just a bunch of coupons inside. Mm-hmm. And they're able to go ahead and re- redeem it at um, redeem it at all the different businesses that that are hosted inside here. And pretty much anybody can do this type of program. They just have to reach out to their uh, community vendors and businesses and ask them to be a part of it. Um, how do they get money from that? Like, how does that work? The, the host organization can charge whatever they'd like uh-huh. and they sell these coupons to their oh, family I and friends. I yeah. see, I see. So they sell okay. the entire pamphlet. And I made it pretty big because I always lose my coupons. I know, I know, right? Yeah. That's yeah, so I made it big and I, I stuck it all together so that it doesn't have to be punched out with perforation. It's necess- It's more so where they um, punch it out and invalidate it on the actual card. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah so, so that's, that's a fun example. Yeah, that's just like really easy. That's just to be like, sure, yeah, we'll give you a discount. And then people will buy those, like just to support you, but yeah. also to get that kind of something in return instead of you just saying, hey, can you give us 10 bucks? Like with nothing yes. to give them. Yes, right? to hold. Yes, yeah. exactly. And um, the value of the card is probably about $175, depending on how much the customer sells. So it's, it is a, it's, it's a really valuable tool for them, especially if they want to try some new vendors or um, new restaurants. And you can, you can even, keep it to where you only want restaurants or you only want health stuff so again it, it depends on the demographic that you're trying to sell to right oh, um, that's super then, cool. yeah it's so fun I love it it's a lot of hard work especially when you go out and you want to try to pitch the idea but 
it's it's a very simple process when you get the vendors and yeah. the customers to understand it. And once you have those relationships, you could do other you could do events maybe at some of oh, those yeah. vendors' places and then you and yeah. I like how you're you're discussing all of the categories because how I see them too is a lot of them you can do a few. You know what I yes. mean? Like in one, yeah. like um, within yeah you can yeah. integrate them right integrate mm -hmm. them. yeah so it's not just like one or the other but there's ways of how you integrate it together so like for example at our golf fundraisers and even at our galas like we we sell raffle tickets too yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean so yeah like, exactly you, you yeah. have all that you have that yeah. audience there so you want to monetize on it as much as possible and not just that but to like you said to establish and connect those relationships as yeah. as much as possible because people will be eyeing those prizes that you have placed on your little you know like prize table or if you have a camera that's kind of going throughout the event showing all the different prizes they're gonna be like oh my gosh I wanted that you know yeah so it's it's definitely something that you can you can integrate a lot of fundraisers within one and like I mentioned earlier the main type of event, uh, the main type of fundraiser category that does that is events. Yeah. And then the last one we have here is um, collection programs. And uh, what better way to raise money than to simply ask for it? A lot yeah. of people like the, the term that we like to use on Guam is a Chamorro term called mamalao. And that means ashamed, right? So a lot of people are ashamed to do so. But once you really tell your supporters or potential supporters what you're all about, and you show that passion, they're going to be like, yes, I want to support you. You're amazing. Let's do this and keep coming back because I like what you're doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so collection programs offer the host to collect immediate funds and express their ideas, projects and goals to their supporters or funders directly and personally. Other types of collection programs include the collecting of items that can be converted into cash. Mm -hmm. So for the value that they're worth upon receipts, such as um, like recyclables and cans. And that's mm -hmm. just that's just things that people already do on a on a day to day basis. So those right. are the categories. And that is all listed on page four of the freebie that I'll be giving. Oh, that's great. Um, the These are all yeah. great ideas, you know, Thank just you. To, and I like how you're saying, like, you know, because a lot of the maybe different companies that we go to solicit to be like, you know, would you like to whatever contribute to say, be a part of the golf fundraiser. And they're like, you know, I can't do that right now. That's just not, or, or they're not going to be here. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Right. So, mm -hmm, but they're like, mm -hmm. but you know, so we're at a hotel, they might say, but go ahead and um, here's two uh, gift certificates to come to dinner at one of our restaurants or, you know, overnights or something like that. Right. And then, like you said, then you can take those in turn and then you can raffle those off. Right. Yeah. So, and then that way people are, they wanting, you know, they only have to spend 10 bucks for raffle tickets or whatever, but they might win, you know, $160 overnight or something like that's, that's really cool. And then you're not spending any money having to go around and buy those things. People are giving right. them to you, right? So it's, yeah. it's a good way to raise money in, in that way too. So, yeah, yeah. and that, that's what I love about it because even whether, even if they do say no or they're not able to at this time, I ask them as well, when would be a better time to contact you or yeah. what, what else will be more beneficial for your company? Yeah. Because um, with our entertainment, our children's entertainment division, I give a bunch load of of gift certificates out and I love to do it because people mm -hmm. see our logo and they're like oh my gosh this is this is what a lot of people are talking about these are the ones who do like the tattoos or the face painting or anything like that so it provides a way of advertisement for the the um, companies as well and right. the, 
we want to make we want to remember that because we're the ones asking and garnering that support we want to see what's best for them yeah and then um the next page is um page five Mm -hmm. And this is what explains the different types um, of fundraisers. So um, the first one would be labeled as traditional. And this is when a fundraiser has been proven to be successful over time and, it, and its processes shared through many organizations. It mm -hmm. is considered as a traditional fundraiser. It is a fundraiser type that holds many different categories that we just mentioned within mm -hmm. it and um such as events like golf tournaments benefit galas yeah. raffles and sweepstakes and collection programs traditional fundraisers work and are easy to implement with most participants having had some type of involvement and experience in a traditional fundraiser already so there mm -hmm. is a higher chance of success to attaining their common fund goal the next one is my favorite it's a wacky fundraiser mm -hmm. and this is where if you have a need to attract your supporters attention a wacky fundraiser is the way to go. Wacky fundraisers are different, creative, and against the norm. Use these types of fundraisers to spark new ideas, energize your team, and excite your supporters through fun, creativity, and wackiness. Because, of course, that's what's going to stand out. <laughs> the next Can you give type, some examples of those? Like some sure. ideas? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. One of my favorite ones was when we did, um, I assisted Simon Sanchez again with a, a sign spinning fundraiser and we had all the different companies donate I think it was about $250 or that we asked for and we made a big sign for them and the kids just went out and like started dancing and going crazy spinning mm -hmm. the signs and people are just like what are all these high schoolers doing out in the middle of the day just you know hanging around and what we also did was we made the um the police department come out and give them some safety briefings so it it kind of just brought everything together and just brought some attraction to them because with instead of doing car wash that would have raised them eight hundred dollars they did something fun for an hour and mm -hmm. they hired us to do that to do all of that within a specific amount of time and they didn't really have to do anything except show face mm -hmm. so some some stuff like that is really fun. Um, another one was where I put together a um, chocolate craze fundraiser. It mm -hmm. was a bit of a Willy Wonka esque type of thing oh, yeah, where yeah, yeah. Um, where we sold chocolate bars, but within the chocolate bars there were all these prizes that could be claimed, and oh, um, people oh, were so people, yeah, it was so fun. People were so excited when they won like cash or extra extra food or gift certificates. So. Um, once all the chocolate bars were distributed, they were able to come back to us at a certain room and claim all their prizes. Oh, that's so fun. That's yeah, neat. it's really fun. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> those are just time. nice to like throw in sometimes too. Like you said, it's more yeah. about like getting attention and yes. people remember that. Like they remember, you know, they might not always remember every single golf fund fundraiser or whatever, you know what I mean? It kind of blurs together mm -hmm. like those that kind of happen more often, those traditional ones. But when you can really make something special, right, and something kind of yeah. different, so that's when another really another wacky one was was um, a topless car wash fundraiser. And a lot of people, when they think the word topless, they're thinking women. But it was all of our men that were <laughs> that were topless, <laughs> so they were just like, "What?" So we we 
we kind of hid we kind of hid the car wash area around and we had some beautiful ladies hold their car, car oh, wash signs where it says topless fundraisers and then they come in and it's all the dudes that don't have shirts on <laughs> so we're just like cracking up and it's such a big joke so it's just you know funny things like that the next type would be a crafty fundraiser and this is where items and services are handmade by the hosts the host organization and any of their team members involved and many of the fundraiser categories mentioned before can fall under this mm -hmm. because there are such a vast range of funding plans and programs that they can that can be categorized as artsy and crafty <laughs> yeah even like um, um, the ones that are popular now where you go like the the what is it the sipping paint or whatever where you, yeah, you yeah. have wine you know and you're, you're it's a girl's night out or whatever and you're you're painting on a canvas mm -hmm. and you pay a certain amount of course some mama has to go back into product unless the organization can get all of it donated but mm -hmm. then there's a percentage then that they keep so they do a lot of these fundraisers yes. based around that and it's just like a great way of people that feel they get their you know they get their money's worth too and, and they feel good about supporting something so yeah, yeah. those are fun yeah yeah okay. yeah i love it mm -hmm. the next one uh the next type is another one of my favorites where it's candy and snacks and food and drinks so <laughs> candy and <laughs> candy and snacks are such a treat and you know it's of course things that mostly everybody eats so um, this is another fundraiser type with a vast ability to implement within all those categories. Mm -hmm. And um, they can be fundraisers or event focal points or themes or grams or giveaways. And then with the food, there's usually the food fundraisers are usually the most successful with high team participation. Mm -hmm. And there's so many other ways to implement those in the different categories as well. Um, one of the popular ones here on Guam are all the food plate fundraisers that we have. Yeah. And people people adore that because they're like, okay, check me Friday. Get, yeah. You know, that's when that's when we wanna um pay for our fundraiser plate. And mm -hmm. they just love the either it's from a restaurant mm -hmm. or it's from a catering company. And that's that's a very important thing to make is to make sure that the food vendors that you're purchasing your plates from or your dishes from are business licensed as well yeah. as have their health permits. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But those um, are great too. And a lot of um, restaurants then will give discounts because they know they're gonna get, you know, um, more people coming they're going to get a higher quantity of orders so yes. they'll give that discount and then the the organization can keep that and the organization will then deliver the food to the people's work right yes, so the correct. people are like basically like i'm paying about the same maybe a tiny bit more but i'm getting my food delivered on yeah. and we do it a lot on fridays here right yes so it's kind of like that <laughs> nice. yeah so the and those are yeah that's really a great thing and it, it gives um it elevates the restaurants as well as they're participating yes and so. they are shocked when they realize that that's why i always try to challenge our business friends to implement some type of fundraising program within their product line or yeah. within their service line because they don't see how the potential in fundraisers they're they're hearing fundraisers from their own personal consumer standpoint rather than their business standpoint and they Im immediately get irritated mm -hmm. until i show them how they can be a vendor and mm -hmm. they're like oh my gosh this is so overwhelming you didn't tell us that all these people are going to order and i was like yes i did yes i did <laughs> <laughs> next time let's just be more prepared so you know it's it's um it's a lot of uh experimenting with that too because they the restaurants really don't realize how much of a high volume that they'll get mm -hmm. like what 
we're we're yes. they're expecting fifteen hundred plates from us. How did you how how did this happen? I was like, fundraising, man, yeah. fundraising. Yeah. Yeah. So it does get overwhelming, but with proper planning, um, and of course, advance notice for the mm-hmm. for the vendors. The more advanced, the better. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that's one of my favorite types as well as just the food and the consumables mm-hmm. the next one would be again the games contests and competitions those mm-hmm. are definitely something that can always be um, integrated in different types and categories and these are the types of fundraisers that if you need a goal to be met and you offer incentives for the participants and winners who played att- attained or exceeded any of those goals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my one of my next favorite ones is a musical type um, music mm-hmm. makes the world go round and people mm-hmm. come together mm-hmm. and I encourage people to use a musical fundraiser to bring their team together as well and to enjoy the talent of their members or their supporters that they have to offer to everyone so um, what so kind like of concerts yeah, yeah. and um, yeah concerts and rap battles poetry slams um mm-hmm anything where people are able to express themselves and you know you can you can garner so much support from different musicians once they hear once musicians hear the word fundraiser they're like oh my gosh yes I'd love to showcase my talent yeah or yeah I'll definitely cut my fee for you you know this is something I believe in your cause this is something that I really want to be a mm-hmm. part of so they could either sponsor your event or they will decrease their fees for you so that you, they can be like a headliner Mm-hmm. Um, the next one would be a go green or a healthy type of fundraiser. Um, these are themed towards healthy living and go green practices such as exercise, organic items, buy local, sustainability, reducing, reusing, and recyclables. The more often we provide these types of fundraisers, the more of a norm it will become and our communities will continue to practice them at home with ease and comfort for the better of you know all of our futures. Mm-hmm. So one of a another successful one that I just saw today was from um, the Misa team and mm-hmm. Misa is founded by Aguera Niriarty and he wanted to just contribute some way somehow to the Amazon um, fires mm-hmm. uh, so what he did was sold some of his stuff and said he'll match some of the some of the sales so that was exciting and they they donated um, in collaboration almost a thousand dollars for for today yeah. and I think they have more goals as well that's so, awesome yeah it's really yeah, yeah, and their team really they do um reusable straws and and those yes. types of yeah things. Yeah, so, yeah, they're they're great. My so it's wonderful. Indeed. Yes, and I know that they were a beneficiary and an awardee for your Oceans Gala as well. Yeah, they were one of the yeah. ambassadors or the tide changers. Yeah, yeah yes, they're really really it. cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are that's another type, and then we do have um coins and this. The coin fund, the coin type of fundraiser is something that a lot of people kind of disregard just because when they imagine coins, it's just spilling through their face and they're like, no, 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 we're not going to mm-hmm. deal with that. But when you're tired of change, the common fund shouldn't be, right? So coins are such a great theme for fundraisers because many supporters would be happy to provide what they've saved mm-hmm. or, um, and they the coins add up fast. So we always right. encourage people to like, get ready, you're going to start collecting all these little buckets or everything like that. Uh, a popular one here is when people place their jars at the um, cash registers of the mm-hmm. stores. And um, a lot of the times the stores will only accept like medical fundraisers, but that's definitely okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you mm-hmm. can really get creative with coins. Um, I've seen a bunch of different ones where we can uh, attach tape 
to the walls and people just kind of throw the coins onto the walls and oh, that's they, um, yeah and then they get to count it at um, a certain point so that continues on throughout the month or you know like a swear jar or something yeah it's, it's, it's really funny to see that it adds up especially if you're really keeping tabs of those naughty mouths <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then the next type, the next type is a postage fundraiser. And this is where we use mailing systems to support the goals of the common, the, the team's common fund. And this is more a traditional when you hear, when Guam, when the people of Guam hear the word fundraiser, they know it's a type of program. Mm -hmm. But in the States, when they hear the word fundraiser, it's a person. Mm -hmm. It's the actual person who's going out and doing all the fundraising and, um, a long time ago is where we used to go out and just mail all these letters to people who are potential um potential donors mm-hmm. and of course now with with email we don't need to do that anymore but people are liking it now because they're getting there's so many nothing emails like that. yeah there's nothing so like yeah. a simple, you know, getting mail like it, it's yeah. more so now because people are getting so much email that we're not getting those letters or those cards or you know so it is nice and it's special (laughs) so yep so when when you email or when you send a letter out asking for some support and especially if they supported before they're gonna be like oh they remember yeah so that's that's the thought about um having the postage fundraiser Mm -hmm. and then the next the next one would be tech so tech fundraisers offer products and services for the technology that your fundraisers can use and that is where you're integrating it with um, the online fundraisers web-based fundraisers um, and that's where you use a website to host a fundraiser campaign Mm -hmm. like indiegogo kickstarter and what's popular here is gofundme but a lot of people don't realize that here on guam even though we can contribute to a gofundme um fundraiser people on guam if you don't have a um, stateside bank account, you can't open a GoFundMe uh, uh, mm. fundraiser. So a lot of yeah, people have be, them host. Yeah, yeah, they have them host in different places, and those are yes. great ways to um, gather monies to and gather, you know, fundraisers doing different things. And you just have a plethora of different ways. Yeah. So you've been able to share. There are so many different ways to get involved. All these different ideas. So if you're out there as a nonprofit and you're like, man, I just need some fresh ideas. I need to figure out what to do and just a step-by-step approach, then definitely you can just hear everything that Beauty has shared so far. And she has so much more content that you can get for free now too. So you're giving out a downloadable. So thank yes. you. It's thank you so welcome. much. Yeah. So this is a client resource package and you're yes. definitely going to be able to find it on the link. So I'm going to go ahead and put it at uh, www.grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash fund forte. And that's F-U-N-D-F-O-R-T-E. So please check that out. Um, once again, grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash fund forte, F-U-N-D-F-O-R-T-E. All right. So um, we'll, be all that. we'll have all the links to the different things that Beauty has been talking about. The downloadable and then you'll also be able to see she has a podcast but she's just launched a YouTube channel so there's a lot of different information where she will bring you through these processes now just before we wrap up today I just want to like can you share um, so somebody who's looking at doing say uh, some kind of fundraiser for the month of thank you know for the month of November and they're kind of like I just need something I need something kind of easy I need something low-hanging fruit 
Um, you know, but you know, something that's going to make, like, we just need a, you know, a few thousand dollars or maybe something kind of small, like what would you kind of recommend them or point them to? I definitely point them to something that's traditional. It's, it's one of the easiest ones. People are more familiar with it and it's going, it's, it has a higher success rate. Of course, we all want a fundraiser with a hundred percent profit, but Mm -hmm. you will, there are different variations in what fundraisers can provide. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the best ones too would be to go to different businesses and have them host those fundraisers uh, where you could probably even get at most a 40% or, you know, it, like I said, it just, it really varies. But mm-hmm. when you, when you collaborate with more people, they'll start to say like, wow, you don't only want to benefit for yourself. You want to collaborate with us and you want to mm-hmm. have us gain some business too. So that's a great way to, to look at it when, when you're really trying to say, okay, we need to, we need to raise money and we, we need to raise it now. <laughs> <laughs> but if, yeah. yes. And if we, if we have the time to plan, I suggest mm-hmm. that they plan and put together a, a really nice fundraising schedule for themselves. Mm-hmm. That way they can um, just get as much profit as possible in the most efficient way because mm-hmm. when they plan what what is that saying where if you um fail to plan you're planning to fail right yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely so even like if you're looking at getting something quick that's great like go for it but at the same time we're also entering the end of the year so this might be a great time for you to really look over this client resource package and say what do we envision for 2020 like you yes. know like what do we really envision for the entire year how do we get there? How do we prepare this and do this successfully? What do we even really want? You know, it's all of those types of things where a lot of people throw together a fundraiser, but they don't even have a, like a number, like a goal. You know what I mean? And it's like, you really need to be goal specific when you're doing fundraisers. So yeah, this is really great information. And I love that you're coming on now to be able to, you know, kind of get in front of it as far as like giving Tuesday but also just getting in before the year starts to be able to do, let's do our planning sessions now so yeah. we're prepared to go forward. And I, and I absolutely love that you, you have like all the way from like these, these really like not, I mean, they're small. They're like, you know, they're, they're very like easy, simple, put together. Let's do a gram. You know what I mean? Let's do something like, I love that. It's like, so, but all the way up to like a large gala, like, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, So there's, there's different ways to do it depending on your capacity as well. So, and then that resource that you've developed, it kind of leads them down, like kind of like your choose your own adventure kind of time. Yes, definitely to choose your own adventure. (laughs) I love those kind of books. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that's good because it's, it's like, um, customized in a sense just because of that. So that is fantastic. Just thank you so much yeah, for coming on you. and sharing all this. This is good. Thank you too. <laughs> so where can people find you? So you said you're on Instagram. Yes, we're on Instagram, the podcast on Anchor, and Anchor kind of um, broadens that. So it goes into Spotify and, and iTunes as well. And then we just opened up our, we resurrected our YouTube channel. So <laughs> that's that's another fun one to to um to look out for so the content is going to be similar to what we've discussed today but then i'm also going to be um giving some audio on how people can go through the different guides that we've created um Mm -hmm. we do have one at the moment for a car wash fundraiser that one's available on etsy so that's kind of like a taster of what 
we will be putting out throughout the rest of September as well as every week from then on. Um, So so just like, here's a fundraiser. This is how you do it. Here's your downloadables. Like there you go. And then you just, you input, you input all the information that you research and Mm -hmm. follow the plan. And that will just give it to be, or to make your fundraiser as efficient as possible. Mm -hmm. And, with with that template and that guide that you printed out it saves so much time because you're not running around like a chicken with its head cut off and (laughs) you you have the proper guide now I love that I mean even as people out there that maybe somebody a nonprofit has come to you and said hey can you help us with a fundraiser you don't need to start from scratch beauty's got content you can go and you can get this great ideas and these great downloadables. So then you can go ahead and help nonprofits and expand your business too. So this is, yeah. this is really great. All right. So people can find you at the fun forte fast track on social or www.fundforte.com. That will be our main website. And uh-huh. then it will have links to all of our other social media okay. as well as our podcast, our blog and the YouTube channel. Great. So and we'll have the, that in the um, show notes too. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the free resource for the blog, the podcast and the YouTube channel is called fun forte fast tracks because we don't want people to keep wasting their time. <laughs> That's perfect. And we'll have right, that on uh, grantwritingandfunding.com uh, forward yeah. slash fun forte as well. So we'll have all the show notes there too and all the links to beauty's website and different social media so yeah so thank you again so much any last words for our viewers or listeners i just want to say thank you so much and um just to look forward to getting your i I look forward to your futures and what you guys are able to create for yourselves as well as all of the nonprofits that um, we are assisting throughout the world. So thank you so much to everybody for all the hard work that you're doing. You're not alone. Everyone's going to be able to support you. <laughs> Absolutely. I know it's hard work out there. So oh, awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks again, beauty. I appreciate it. And I hope to see you soon. Thank you too. See you around. Do you want to join the Changemaker Tribe and get courses, downloadable checklist, samples of awarded grants, behind-the-scenes live Q&A with myself and the tribe and discounts on grant services, be sure to join the Changemaker membership at www.grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash membership. Thank you for listening to this Grant Writing and Funding podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your time. For more questions, email Holly at holly at grantwritingandfunding.com or visit www.grantwritingandfunding.com.